Hey everyone, Stephen Young with the Follow Me to Millions. Uh, today I want to talk to you about how I turned a $500 loan from my mother into a $4 million real estate portfolio in, a lot in uh, under three years. So after my uh, football career, I played football briefly in the CFL for a few years and uh, that, that was ended when I was 26 years old and I got into real estate. Um, now I got into sales because one of my teammates said, you know, sales is great, you can do sales in the off seasons and part time while you're playing football and sort of generate some income while you're uh, playing football. Football didn't pay very well, especially in Canada. Even in the NFL, I knew players down in the NFL, my brother played in the NFL. Money, um, the numbers, uh, again, it, it sounded big at the time, but after, you know, taxes and you pay agents and, you know, they only play you certain weeks, so you only get paid if you play in football. It's not like most sports. So it's a really challenging way to um, to go through life. But, you know, it was a great experience, a fun experience, uh, highlight, uh, one, of, one of the highlights of my life, no question about it. But after that was over, I, I was uh, I didn't know what to do, and I, real estate sales. As I started that in my career, my football career, I, I I began looking into that more full time after it ended. But the problem was I needed to get a real estate license. I didn't have uh, money from playing football. There was I had a pension, but it was locked up, and I couldn't uh, touch it. Um, without them giving you special permission to do so. And they need to know what you're investing the money in. They don't just sort of hand you the pension. So I couldn't get it to get my real estate license. So I had to get a loan from my mom at the time, which is $500, uh, to get my real estate license. This is going back some time. I think the real estate license now is $5,000. But back then it was about 500 bucks to get your license. It was three courses. Uh, the courses uh, were also sort of included with it, but it was, it was a journey. It was, it was months to do all that and get licensed and fully licensed. And once I was operational, about six months later, I began uh, selling real estate in Toronto. And I was, uh, was focusing mainly on the downtown condominium market, the investment market. Uh, I've always wanted to live downtown. That was always sort of where the action was at when I was growing up. And uh, as you know, my, in my young 20s, that was sort of where I wanted to be. It's where my friends were living. So, so um, the first, uh, oh, I don't know, it was probably about the first month, maybe uh, two into my real estate sales career, I had, um, I was, I saw an opportunity about buying a pre-construction condominium that the builder was selling off some inventory, and I didn't know anything about real estate at the time. I didn't know if it was a good deal, a bad deal. I, I just liked the location, and I liked the size, and it sounded like a good price to me at the time. My parents thought I lost my mind when I told them about... Um, what I, had, when I, what I had done, they had uh, said, oh, how are you going to afford that? You don't have any money. I just gave you, you know, some money to get your license. How, you, how can you buy real estate if you have no money? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that was my answer. I had no idea how I was going to buy real estate, but I just knew I wanted it. Um, and the guy at the time who I bought it from said, you don't need the money right away. You need it down the road, you know, in like a month or two um, when the deposits are due. So, so I had set deadlines, right? So I, I, I was able to acquire the, the property and the first uh, deposit was $5,000. And I had, uh, from my CFL career, they, they had, um, essentially they give you this pension as you play football. It's part of sort of like some of the things you get. It was one of the perks, probably the only perk actually. Uh, the big problem with the pension was that they couldn't, you couldn't cash it out unless it was into another investment. So I had to ask for special permission to take it out of the stock market, which is effectively in, in mutual funds, which is earning me essentially like no, no money, 0% interest for years. It was doing nothing. And I said, look, for special permission, I wanted to get it in, out of that investment into this other asset class. So they granted me permission and that pension I think was like $6,000 or something at the time. So I took out the six, 
I invested five into the condo, and the other thousand I think went into uh, my, my sales business at the time. I, I can't remember what I did with the balance, but uh, so so that was my first deposit. But the problem was I had, I had to get two more deposits, uh, totaling I think it's fifteen thousand in the next few months. So I had to really. Uh, stay focused on the sales because I knew if I could make a sale at least that sale would be enough to make the next deposit so that was really what was driving me at the time and uh, so I, I did all that process and I was successful I made a sale and I made another sale ironically enough the building I bought and I started selling to people uh, to investors and uh, with the same concept that I bought it I, I thought it was a good location good deal good price you could rent it out it was around the corner from University of Toronto it was right downtown in Toronto and you know it wasn't difficult to sell i didn't realize what i was doing at the time but people you know in hindsight of course i i understand it now but at the time i was just selling because i wanted it right like i I said if i'm going to buy this thing you guys should buy this too it's a fantastic opportunity so long story short on the first one um i acquired it got the property and moved into it and about a year later about a year and three months later or something like that uh, my neighbor approached me and said, look, I, I want to buy a bigger property. There's nothing on the market. I know you live in this, uh, this property. Uh, would you mind selling it to me? And I said, look, I, I don't really have anywhere to go. You're right. There is really nothing on the market. Uh, but being in real estate at that point, I knew sort of where to find products and where to find opportunities and where to find some, some things that were off market. And that's what I, I knew was there. But I really wasn't that interested. I really loved the place. It's my first spot. And I worked super hard to get it. Uh, I really didn't want to let it go, but they gave me an offer. It was, uh, I think it was 340000 or something like that. I originally paid two twenty for the uh, property a year ahead of time. So uh, after doing some quick mathematics on this thing, uh, sorry, I think it was two oh five. dollars I paid for it. I'd have to get the numbers specifically, but uh, my net um, uh, pay after the mortgage and all that stuff was paid, and basically the profit, that was about $130,000 of profit and so after doing the mathematics, that's really what made my decision for me. Um, I was like, look, for that kind of money, I will figure out somewhere to go. Either I move back in with my parents or I'll get a rental or I get something, right? Now that, that was sort of the start of it. Uh, only because I knew I wanted to get more real estate. I just didn't know how to get it, right? So, but I thought, you know, this may be a good first step. And people talk about climbing the property ladder. I didn't really know what that meant. But I said, okay, let's see what we can do with it. So I took my original down payment. Uh, plus the equity, uh, plus the, that uh, profit appreciation. And from there, I bought another property I found off market, which turned out to be another incredible deal. It was a uh, property worth like $600,000, but I only got it for $400,000. So there's $200,000 of equity built into it. And then I bought two other properties in the same building uh, that I use as rental properties. So in year two of my, I was 27 years old. In my second year of real estate, I had three properties up at that point. Now from there, uh, this is going back to I think 2007, if I'm not mistaken. And then in 2007, uh, I sold off those two rental properties and I, because they were about $200,000 each uh, in terms of the equity, plus I had some equity in the property that I purchased of the, the one I was living in. And from there, uh, those two properties that I sold off, man, it allowed to buy me six more properties. Now I had uh, seven properties I lined up, I think it was seven or eight, but the banks told me at the time, and again, I learned this the hard way. Nobody ever told me this. My parents didn't tell me. I didn't have an uncle saying, this is how you do it. This is how you grow real estate. This is how you climb the property ladder. You know, I, I took a couple courses, these weekend warrior boot camps, but they were terrible. They, they were teaching things that were just so archaic and didn't work. And I, I just, I, I knew they weren't working, so I didn't try them. but. Um, so from there, um, I was only stopped only because the bank said you can't own more than six rental properties because your your income doesn't support uh, 
the the carry what we call debt service ratio and total debt service ratio which I've learned you know that's sort of like the ultimate um, that's the ultimate thing when it comes to financing these properties when it comes to lending money and getting debt on these properties um, but again these are things I'm learning as I'm going along I'm learning sort of the hard way right I'm learning through trial and error and so, so I, I dropped one of the properties sold to a client and I picked up the other six. So I had those six and plus my principal residence. Uh, that was my year, I guess, sort of like going into year three kind of thing. And then in 2008, um, I had uh, sold off five of those properties and, and then the financial crisis hit and it hit hard and it hit, uh, um, you know, I didn't know what I was going through, but I had amazing timing. I think it was part luck, part, really not knowing what I'm doing. Like if I, if I actually had to study the market and time the market, I don't think I would have sold, but I was just knowing that I wanted to, to sell these things so I can get more of them. Cause it was, it was the way I knew how to sort of earn a lot of money very quickly. And so I took those five properties that I sold. And then I, I think uh, it, the market had hit a financial crisis pretty hard everywhere in the world, of course, but Toronto was, was, um, it, it, it got hit, but it was more of a pause than anything. It didn't really like go down. The values weren't going down. People were scrambling for a couple months, but it was sort of like month four, month five. I, I noticed a really fast uptick from my clients saying, I want to get back in the market because a lot of people were just selling off products and or their, their investment properties because you know they thought the world was coming to an end. And I was on the sidelines just sitting in cash, not realizing what I had done. And from there, uh, once my clients started saying, yeah, no, let's get back in, let's get back in, I said, yeah, you know, I'm going to start redeploying the investments as well. And from there, I bought six more properties and I had turned them over. So I flipped the properties in one month. So in four weeks, I had made over $600,000 um, just from flipping properties in that one month period. And from there, I then had purchased uh, almost $4 million worth of real estate of what was uh, the profit from the, that other $600,000 profit from that one month of just flipping condos to investors. And and so long story short, it was sort of like coming out of 2008 into 2009, I was 29 years old and I had a $4 million real estate portfolio. I had, uh, it was about a million and a half dollars of net, in, uh, net uh, income from those uh, investments. And I had about $200,000 a year coming in as passive income. So I was pretty set and I was stoked because man, three years later when I was 26, I had to scramble just to scrape up 500 bucks to get my real estate license. I was like, how did this happen in three years? I go from literally nothing, really kind of debt. I had, I had some credit card debt too. I had to make money just to get to zero. And uh, from there I go, you know, 29 years old, boom, I got, you know, a million bucks in the bank and, and equity and property and assets and money coming in. And I really had no idea what I had done, but I, I was determined to learn. I was determined to figure it out. I was determined to say, you know, is this something that was a fluke? Is it something I can continue doing? Is it something I can grow? And, you know, uh, my journey to this point in time, it's, it's grown rapidly just because I've I'm, I'm always been a student of the game. I've always been one to learn. I've always wanted to learn from mistakes. I made every mistake you can imagine, my goodness. Uh, if, you, if you really knew who I was and sort of my backstory and what I've been through, you realize real quick that uh, this is not a fluke where I'm at right now. So um, I've, I've learned the hard way, unfortunately, but I'm here to, to show you my experience, my life, and hopefully if you can learn from my mistakes, I, I hope it benefits you as well. But you know, for me, flipping real estate was the way to go. And what I do with the flipping money and the profits, I, I also buy more assets as cash flow properties, but the cash flow properties, the mortgage lending that, that generates that monthly cash flow, that comes because I learned how to make a high, uh, high turnaround on my investments through flipping real estate. So flipping real estate to me is the key. It's always 
been the key. It always will be the key. I'm not. If you look at big builders, they basically flip big buildings. That's what they do here in the city of Toronto and all over the world. You know, people. I've always been frowned upon when saying, "Oh my gosh, you're a flipper. You don't buy long-term cash flow." My long-term cash flow plays don't pay for my retirement. It's always been the flips that pay for the retirement. The cash flow properties, it, it preserves the capital so that it's safe, but it doesn't grow as fast as my flips. It never has and probably never will. So that's um, my lesson this week, and I, I hope you, you enjoyed that, and I hope you enjoyed the story of how I started. And I literally started with nothing, and in a very short, compressed window, I made a ton of money, and I hope you do the same.